good goons. What are we up to? Episode 44? Uh, no, Chris. This is 45. Oh, shit. Big time. Episode 40 fucking 5. Hell yeah, dog. You know we rock with 45. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, is that a Trump thing? I think so. Hmm. Now, Mike, we got to talk something real quick. First, I'm your host, Chris, from Brooklyn. And uh, joining me is my uh, producer. Oof. Regular producer. That hurt. Michael Harrington. Hurt me real bad. Now, Mike, can you do me a favor? Can you pull up the uh, definition of the word stalwart for me, please, Mike? Um, mm-hmm. This is how he's... Loyal, reliable, and hardworking. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now, Mike, uh, 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 you were not here last week, Mike. Yeah. You know what I was doing? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I covered for you on the show, and I said that the racehorse had escaped from rehab. I need to bring the racehorse back to rehab, but that's not what you were that's doing. That's exactly what I was doing. That's not what you were doing. The racehorse never escaped from rehab. That's ridiculous. I just was covering for you on the air, Mike. For those of you who don't know, the racehorse is our race relations expert. It is not a horse that runs fast. It is a horse that knows about race. But because it has all of that weight on its shoulders of fixing the problems of racism in this country through this podcast, uh, his brain broke, and he had to go to rehab for drugs. He'll be back soon. Very but sad. I covered for you, Mike, and you weren't here, so you were not stalwart last week, Mike. And you know who was in here? Dylan. Oof. Yes, that's right. He jumped right into that seat. Right in. Not even a not, not even a care in the world. He was just like, yeah, no problem, Chris. Gotcha. Would would it probably jumped in your grave that quick, Mike? I'm not gonna lie, dude. Uh, I I listened to about twenty minutes of the episode. I don't know how you had a ninety minute long conversation with Dylan. I mean, I was, I was mostly just talking to myself, as I do. Mm. You know? Okay. But so Dylan was in here. You, you know, you're off gallivanting with your little MMA friends. There's nothing little about Michael Bisping. I mean, was he Walter Waite? He's a middleweight. I mean, I'm walking around two, 225 most of the time. You yeah, know, so- I, I'm leaned out right now. I'm at fighting weight. Okay. I'll let him know you said that. Just You can tell him. Yeah. It's not like he could see me to hit me. Mm. I'll let him know you said that, too. Okay. He doesn't take the eye jokes well. Really? Yeah. He doesn't like them? Not a fan. I mean, I'll sign him next time. <laughs> I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Chris said, hey, your eye's fucking weird. Dude, what? What's and up then with the your... hand thing. <laughs> yeah. What's up with your weird eye? <laughs> and, and he says some other stuff, too. I just don't remember it. Now, are his other senses more heightened? Because you were training with him. Is it like fighting Daredevil? Uh, so I, I didn't get to fight him, right? Okay. But uh, <clears throat> somebody who I do fight often, Lewis, Lewis J. Gomez, uh-huh. uh, yeah, he he kicks my ass all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw him get in there with Bisbing and Bisbing. <sighs> so it is like fighting Daredevil. I, sa- I would assume so. Mm. I would assume his senses are his other senses are so heightened. Mm-hmm. Well, he can still see. He, I mean, he can still. I'm fucking around. He could. I, I, he could see. Yeah, yeah. Lewis didn't get beat up by a blind guy. I mean, but, like, it's also, like, in a closed cage, even if he was completely blind, he could probably fuck most of us up. Like, all he had to do is... You think? I don't know, man. When you're that many levels above people and fighting, like, it's like, all you had to do is know someone's nearby. It's like fucking when sharks sense blood in the water, no? Exactly. I mean, can't really argue with that. Yeah, motherfuckers are so much on a higher level... That's why it's like, I don't. You had me watching outside in the lounge here, uh, TikTok versus YouTube. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know that's probably the oldest I ever s- sounded because I forgot what we were just watching. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, <laughs> I, I almost didn't remember that there was an app called TikTok. Wow. Um, and we were watching that. And it had all of the fights have 7 million views. Mm-hmm. What does a typical UFC on ESPN do? Oh, nowhere near that. That's fucking insane to me. It's not that insane. Because, like, here's the thing, though. The UFC, when they put stuff out on YouTube, it's just YouTube's a different platform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they, the, when they judge that, like, 2.7 million number that, like, ESPN does, it means, like, the peak viewers, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you had 2.7 million viewers watching at one time live. The, during the main event. Right, but that doesn't count VOD. That doesn't count, okay. you know, like All the right. YouTube watches after. There's, there's... But it's crazy. <laughs> they had, I mean, I don't know who any of these... TikTok or YouTube people were that were fighting. They all had like 2 million subscribers or whatever, which I guess isn't even that much nowadays if you're like a 19-year-old TikToker, right? Uh, I don't know. It's I, I've said this before. I think all of the numbers on TikTok are inflated by the Chinese government to keep Americans watching TikTok. It's correct. And posting content. I think it's 100% correct. Um, and uh, uh, YouTube is also the same way. It, it, just, it just wants to keep you engaged. So I think all the numbers are fake. Mm, um, they sell ads on those numbers though TikTok doesn't That's true um, But uh, We're watching this And uh, yeah I had no idea who any of these people were But they were kind of swinging It was not bad I do kind of hate that every time something works 500 other people have to do it Immediately Like uh, Obviously Logan and Jake Paul Have this whole thing popping off And uh they made a ton of money, so this has to happen. I, it's, it's almost annoying that this has 7 million fucking views. They had DJ Khaled. They had Paige Van Zant was involved. For some reason, Charlemagne was there. Uh, all of these people co-signing this thing. Um, can you pull up the thing of DJ Khaled saying it was going to be... It, very, it felt very wrestling, right? Yeah, everything about it. I mean, right down to uh, having... Um... Paige Van Zant wasn't wearing a shirt. Well, yeah, I mean, that part was... She was wearing a blazer with just a bra under it, the way, like, Sable would have in the 90s. Probably my favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah, it was pretty great. That's what, I mean, that's what kept us watching. Uh-huh. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find the DJ Khaled part. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to understand what the fuck his shirt was. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever going to be able to answer that question. It looks like him. Gumby and Pokey, kind of. A bit. Well, you said the Gumby and Pokey shirt. I was like, oh. And then I was like, wait, maybe not. Yeah, maybe it's not. Feel this energy. Make sure you get everything. The purple linen, the Nikes, the Jordans. Shout out to everybody out there. They didn't get the purple linen, the Nikes, the or the shirt. Jordans. For What's up, to be brother? fair, they got the purple linen and the, and the Nikes. Put your hands right up right now. Put your hands up, everybody right here. Yeah, I don't think anybody can you answer what the hell that shirt is. You ready for this fight? You ready? Dude, the epic music behind, too. Like, that's no. nothing Cal would ever rock with. Get your pictures no. right now. No, it is. He Something he probably feels like the man. But doesn't it seem like he's supposed to start rapping at some point? At all times. What? Like, I think that's just how he exists in life. Stadium. Something that I'm used to. I'm just Shout doing word association now. Purple lights. Purple lights with my linen. Biggest in the game. Strobes flashing. I'm a big fat idiot. Miami. Metal bars. Miami. Put your 
Put your hands in the sky if you're ready for DJ Cabin. Let's go. He doesn't got money on my mind. I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. Keep your hands up. Come on, he's, stay there. He's not the person who'd sing it <laughs> in the song. Doesn't make any sense. He's he's just a cover band for the artists on the beat he produced. That's what it is. I think it's 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 you get the royalty rights. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? For like it's like when you buy like a now that's what I call music and you get like all the songs that were popular on Z one hundred in like that six month stretch. That's kind of what DJ Khaled, when you invite him out, you get all those fucking number ones. But it's all he's kids bopping it. <clears throat> yeah. He's uh per it's the per it's the fat Persian kids bop. Uh, DJ Khaled comes out and kind of vaguely knows the words to the songs he's produced and made millions of dollars of. Because he did not know all of the words to that song. Just oh, no, no, no. He didn't even know the DJ Khaled part was coming. That yeah. that got him by surprise. He's like, he's like Ooh, oh, that's D- me. Oh, oh. Yeah. Are you talking about me? He jumped in on the J. Yeah. He's like, D- oh, J Khaled. <laughs> he's lovely. He's kind of the man. I mean, you got to respect Ooh. the fact that he really should be selling cars. This ties into another story on the docket. It does. We'll talk about that later. Aw. You're talking about the, the, the thing I added late there? Yeah, no, we'll get to that. It's all over Twitter. And it's, it's everyone is making that comparison. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. But I want to talk, talk about the celebrity boxing stuff some more. Okay. Um, so this, they've tried this before. Now, the Pauls, I feel like, you know when uh, Tupac gets thrown off the roof in Juice? And they're like, you got the juice now? I think by fighting Floyd Mayweather, they have the juice now. I mean, they had the juice before, but they really got, like, they have tapped into, I've said it before, but, like, they have tapped into the fucking, Mayweather made all that money because Mexican people really wanted to see him lose a fight. Mm -hmm. That's, like, 90% of the money. And Jake and Logan Paul, it's just black people really want to see them get the shit kicked out of them. We were watching the fight at Old Man Hustle during Derek and Dave. Uh, we were watching, yeah, the Mayweather one during Derek and Dave's show uh, last week, which, uh, you know, it's the black ass comedy show. Uh, uh, and Dylan. Every Sunday at 10 p.m. at Brooklyn Comedy Club. $5. It's a good hang. Not 10. Huh? It's 10 now? It's 10 now, yeah. All right. $10. It's a great show. It's Fucking banger show. of a lineup. I have a good time every $10, time. $10, 10 p.m. show. Yeah, $10, 10 p.m. It's easy to remember. Come through. But we were watching it, and uh, people were getting... Uh, some of those guys were just, like, pissed off that uh, the Paul brothers just keep beating up black men shorter than them. <laughs> I'm not going to say who, but uh, some relatively famous people were a little furious that the Paul brothers were uh, are regularly competitively fighting with short black men. Um and they're not, I mean, whatever, obviously Nate Robinson, but like uh, Mayweather obviously wasn't going for the knockouts. There was that, the- Did you, you? I mean, I'm sure you've heard the conspiracy theory that uh, Mayweather knocked him out and held him up. It's nonsense. Yeah, I think that's nonsense too, but, you know, whatever. He was, he was never going to fuck, Mayweather wasn't going to fucking knock a dude out no matter what. He might have. He did it to tension. 
Tenshin Nishikawa, the Risen champion, he knocked him out in an exhibition. Yeah, but they're the same size. No, nah, Tenshin's actually smaller. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I watched that. That was the New Year's Eve shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched that. I, I was in uh, I was in Aruba with my chick, and I was like, oh, let me see if I can watch that Mayweather fight. It's probably up on the internet by now. And like when you see something on Reddit that just says full fight, you're like, oh, this was a quick one. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like That's a guy smaller than him. It's a different when you're fucking... Because Mayweather also has never been knocked down, right? Never. So when you're fighting somebody 25 pounds heavier than you, right? And, you know, half a foot taller, you could... He just didn't want to get knocked down in that fight. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a, it was just a Mayweather fight. Yeah. Now, Lo, is it Logan Paul or Jake Paul that's fighting Tyron Woodley? Jake. And Jake is walking around as a heavyweight, right? Uh, he's walking around. Yeah, I guess it's technically heavyweight. He's, he's like six around. three, right? Yeah, but he's. I mean, he's naturally like he's not that big. Like he's probably walking around. If I had to guess, two fifteen, two twenty. Okay, but Tyron Woodley is one eighty. He fought at one seventy. Okay, uh, he's probably so he's walking, walking around, around one ninety five. Probably closer to two oh five. I've seen him. All right, so I've I I've seen Tyron Woodley in person, like just out and about, and. He's definitely, I mean, I guess whatever, he's he, he's more muscular than me, a, a little, I guess. But uh, 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 I don't think he weighed the same amount that I weigh right now when I saw him. You know what I mean? Like, Makes sense. Yeah, like, so I weigh about 205. So he's got a, he's probably walking around at 195. But do you think that, do you think that fucking Jake Paul could beat him? 100%. Because he hasn't won a fuck. He fought, he won one fight out of his last what five? Uh, well, yeah, he's on a four fight losing streak, and then he won one. I think he lost two no, before that. He didn't lose. He didn't win. He lost. To, he lost the belt to Kamar Usman. And he hasn't won since. He didn't win one of the. He didn't win one fight. Lost in. to Gilbert Burns. Got knocked out by Colby Covington. Then got okay. knocked out by Vincente Luque. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, he's not looking good. So you, he, I don't think he has it in him anymore. He's lost it. He lost the juice. Mm. To Kamara Usman. Yeah, for sure. Us got the juice. Us got the juice. Uh, I just don't know. That That's a crazy one, but he needs the money. Mm-hmm. Do you see the thing where he was like, uh, he was like, Jake Paul was like, if, if, uh, was it, if you win, I'll donate my, uh, my purse to charity. And then uh, Tyron Woodley was like, good. And didn't say he would do the same. No, what he said was mm-hmm. so the 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 actual bet that Jake made was uh, if uh, if you win, Tyron, I'll double your purse. But if I win, you have to donate your entire purse to charity. Oh, and he was just like, no. and Tyron was like, no, I'm not, I'm not taking that bet. That's crazy. Yeah, this is a fake fight. What? This is fake. What do you mean? I think the whole thing's fake. I think they're I think they're doing some fake stuff over there. You think you you think the. You think the Askren fight was fake? Yeah. This is crazy. I somebody I thought it was you that pointed out to me that the fall Askren takes in that looks exactly like the fall Mickey Rourke, uh, the guy that Mickey Rourke fought, took in that fake ass boxing match in Russia. It's the same spin around, bro. What he knocked him clean out? I don't know. Like, we're talking about a guy who walks... This is crazy. Ben Askren does not have hands. 
That's true. He's already been knocked out in the UFC, so his, like, whatever that threshold is. Yeah, I guess that gets lowered, right? Once yeah. you get knocked out, it's easier to get knocked out. I, I, I do believe, like, I, I, I believe that's the track record we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, but once people get knocked out, they get knocked out again, but that's, I feel like that's also just because their defense isn't as good. Because a lot of times they come back too quick. Askren's been laid off for, I mean, a while. Like, his last fight was, oh, no, he did fight after the Jorge fight, right? Yeah, he fought Maya and he lost. Yeah. Hmm. All right, maybe these things are. But here's the thing: there's a <laughs> maybe they're not fake. All right, maybe these Paul brothers are really. You want them to be fake, though, right? I wanted that TikTok thing to be fake, and we, those were pretty entertaining fights too. Those were great. Those so, were better than most of the rough and rowdies I've made you watch. Well, yeah, I think those guys had because those guys all have money, so they had actual fight camps. Yeah. The rough and rowdy guys are just guys showing up. They're probably shadow boxing in their house, and they show up to fight another dude. These guys all had fight camps and trainers. They were in a stadium as opposed to Rough and Rowdy's. And like, Rough and Rowdy's run by a billionaire and it's just in a fucking warehouse. Yeah, that kind of rules. Um, but do you have, uh, I asked you to find this. Uh, there used to be, remember they, somebody tried to make celebrity boxing pop off. I believe China fought Joey Buttafuoco was one of them. What? Yeah, you could there probably. There was not a man and woman fight. I think China fought Joey Buttafuoco. It might have been Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding did a celebrity boxing, and China did a celebrity boxing. Uh, and Joey uh, Buttafuoco also did. I think is this real? Let me see. He's running away. Good God Almighty! They actually did this. Is it China? It's no, hundred. It, no, is that Tanya Harding? Yeah, China, aka Joni Lawler. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is when she's off the juice and she fights. Uh, turn this down a little. Yeah, she fights a fat Italian man. Who booked this? This is, I mean, the guy who books. First of all, that's a decent-sized crowd. Oh yeah. This is in the 2000s, so Johnny po- Joey Buttafuoco and China's star have fallen quite a bit at this point. I 100 percent would have gone to this fight. Knew it was happening. Oh my. But you know God. she was on drugs. Yeah. Oh, she's getting lit up. All right, what do you think did more damage to her body, this or her porn career? I don't know. Back to her to China was pretty rough. It's pretty tough. Yeah. yeah so was the Avengers uh, knockoff. Yeah. She played the Hulk or She oh, Hulk? She did. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, the fact that she lasted a round with a man is insane. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I mean, it's it's not. An athlete, or even a guy who was ever in shape, it's Joey Buttafuoco. Still a fucking grown man. It is a fat Ginzo. She did fight a fat Ginzo on television. Joey is throwing the more solid punches of the two. I mean, this is. He does look winded. Oh God. Oh, this is rough. Yeah, you could turn this off. This is. Here's another rough one. Is um. So the the two main draws of that that run of celebrity boxing, which didn't last very long, no, it was like on like Fox three. and shit. There was like yeah, there was a couple of them, but the two main draws were Danny Bonaducci and Screech, mm-hmm. and they were supposed to fight, and then Screech bailed last minute, um, because he was training Dustin Poirier, um, because he's Dustin the Diamond. Remember, remember yeah, when we yeah, said yeah, that, that yeah. a bunch of episodes ago. Yeah, remember that? It's a call Poirier back. is like Screech, yeah. Yeah, he no, I mean he named himself after Screech. That's weird. It's just a weird thing for a fighter to do. Um, but so Screech was supposed to fight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
I'm calling out all the UFC fighters that are never going to listen to this. <laughs> That's right, Mike. All of them. Just please don't actually tell Bisping that. Um, but so Screech bailed, and they replaced him with Greg Brady. Can you find that, the Danny Bonaducci versus Greg Brady? It's not actually. I don't already have it up. Ah, good job, Mike. Stalwart. So uh, 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 just push play on. Yeah, just jump a little bit into this. But uh, essentially, Danny Bonaducci. So they, uh, Bonaducci's about 10 years younger than him. But they were on TV at the same time. They're like friends. And Bonaducci admits after this that he was just, like, he did a whole show about how he's addicted to steroids after this. It's like, why'd you just, you just beat the shit out of your friend? Like, pu- push play. He beats the shit out of him. You thought what we just watched was bad, Mike? Uh, oh, dude, he's got the goldenpalace.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Look at this. Oof. He's just beating up a out-of-shape old man who needs the money. Like, wildly out-of-shape. Yes. Why does he need the money? I mean, I think these guys were... First of all, they didn't get good deals. I think the only person who got a good deal from the Brady Bunch was Florence Henderson. How? You know, uh, the only one who got royalties on syndication from the Honeymooners is Alice Cramden. Ralph didn't get syndication? Nope. How? Bad lawyers. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, that makes sense, though, because that was TV was... TV was so new back then, they wouldn't have a concept for syndication. Yeah, 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 it's true. Like, people who didn't understand streaming rights in, like, the early 2000s. It's true. Look at that. Oof. Nasty overhand right. And it's just that. This went on for... This is why I was like, I'll never watch another... I watched the first one of these because I wanted to watch Screech Box. (laughs) And you got duped with this. I got duped. Yeah, I got fucking rope-a-doped. Oh, back of the head. Which too. is literally what Greg Brady's wife calls him now. Rope-a-dope. Come here, Rope-a-dope. She pulls him around on a leash. <sighs> Oof. Yeah, you can turn this off. It's So, like, that never caught on because they could only get... That was the Z-list celebrity era of cable television. Right. Um, so these guys all have actual young fan bases who want to watch them do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was actually saying this to you. The TikTok versus YouTube, I bet all of them did that for almost no money. Just because it's hot right now, and it keeps them in the fucking algorithm. Yeah. Right? Like, I bet you can get them to do it for, like, almost nothing. Yeah, but it's, like, it's just content that they can produce, and it gives them, like, direction and something to do. I mean, that's, like, these are fucking 18, 19-year-old kids who literally never had a job. You know what I mean? Like, they just, they all want structure in their life. You think? I genuinely do believe that. I, I think we as human beings do crave, like, a routine and habit and all that shit. And, like, having something where... You know, like, just me, I'm a fucking fat moron, but, like, just having yes. the ability to fucking, like, go out and train two, three times a week, mm-hmm. like, that definitely has built more structure into my life, and it makes me happy. So, yeah, I think if they see other people doing it and see the, like, improvements and benefits that they're seeing from it, then they would jump on for, you know. I, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's just benefit. I think it's just the financial benefit. It's just, it, I, I honestly think it's really more, because 18-year-olds, I don't think, want structure in their life. I think they do. That's why so many of them joined the fucking army. These guys didn't join the army. They joined TikTok, Mike. Okay. But the still, army was right there, bro. You're still sitting there fucking 18 years old being like, all right, I have to shoot a video, an eight-second video for TikTok tonight. What do I do with the other 23 hours of my day? Smash puss. You're a fucking TikTok star, dude. They got 4 million subscribers. Okay. Chicks will just blow you and be like, how do I get 4 million subscribers? Yeah, but eventually you want to do something other than get your dick sucked. Yeah, but like when you're 22. No. All right. 
If you say so. Bro, you've seen these fucking 19-year-olds. Half of them don't even have the game to clo- like seal the yeah, deal. You're, actually, you're not wrong. Uh, I, got a, I got a buddy who was... Um, he was like kind of producing albums for some of these like uh like that SoundCloud wave of rappers, mm-hmm. some of these kids who got heat, right? And he was like, "Yo, dude, we just go to the fucking crib where they're at and just like these young kids do not know how they're like half gay." He's like, he's like, "We just grab the, and he's like, all the girls are fucking focused trying to like fuck these dudes so they can get fucking just get on." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Yeah, we just scoop the girls' numbers and we just call them." In an hour, and they leave. It's these kids are these kids are like making bank, bank. Don't know how to fucking close on pussy that's throwing itself at them. It's strange. So I'm saying, maybe these men guys are, are becoming. Like, I think men be, phones are turning men into chicks and chicks into dudes. That's why fucking women are so much more sexually aggressive since their traps happened. That's why dudes have to take up boxing to feel manly again. That's mm. what it is. That's a good theory. These kids are just like, fuck it. I want to do something manly because I've been fucking. I've been a chick for so long. Yeah, I've been these playing stu- chick games on my phone mm. for a minute. I think they like playing chick games on their phone. I think they do too, but I, th- I still think there is something in them where it's like, um, I'm in my 20s now. I got to start to be a man. Once I realized they, all these little white guys had more followers than Boonk Gang, you know, Boonk is. Did you ever uh, watch that? That's the no. guy who's just rob shit. And be like, Boom Gang, what's up? And he would just like go into a Popeyes and go behind the thing and be like, Yo, I'm stealing this. He uh, stole a breast implant. <laughs> he went in for a consultation on breast implants and was like, Yo, I'm out. Boom Gang, what's up? And just ran out with some fake titties. Everybody should go watch Boom Gang. <laughs> the dude's the man. Yeah, it does sound great. Yeah, it's way better than all this other shit. Um, so what do you think? What do you think this goes? What's the next fucking thing? Oh, you said Lamar Odom fought. Yes. Who did he fight? Uh, well, now noted crackhead and uh, simp Lamar Odom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, fought fellow crackhead uh, Aaron Carter. Uh, Aaron Carter being Nick Carter's younger brother. Yes. Those boys are white trash. Uh huh. They are. Uh, Nick Carter was the one who uh, got caught statutorily. He got caught statutorializing some of these hoes, right? Yeah, but it was in England, so it doesn't count. That's true. That was the first time, though. I think he's been statutorializing bitches in America, no? No, I don't think so. Just did the one in England? I think he's got a pretty clean record. Hmm. Aaron's the fuck up of the family. Oh, is he statutorializing bitches in uh, America, though? No, I think Aaron was the one who was like, yeah, I got diddled like a bunch, and now I'm a crackhead because of it. By who? By that? Uh, what was that? What was that fat guy who created all the boy bands? Lou Pearlman. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he was diddling. He was diddling. I think so. Dude, that's that's so much better than being a priest. You make it stables of your own hoes. You know what I mean? Priests are just like got to deal with whatever they got, and yeah. they're fucking dedicated to God. You could have just dedicated yourself to making fucking money. Priests are fucking idiots. That's the fucking moral of this story. Priests are fucking they're 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 gay pederast idiots. Fuck you, you could have just, you could have been a fucking mogul and been fucking prime boy pussy. Right. But I'm saying, like, Lou Pearlman, right, was probably like a fucking industrious pedophile, right? Uh-huh. Like, he was just one of these pedophiles who was like, okay, I'm fucking, I know exactly what I have to do to get the hottest young boys around me, mm-hmm. get money, and get to diddling. Dude, if he was diddling, right, that's like the highest level gay for pay, right? Yeah. And gay for pay, is 
fucking a hilarious thing to me. It's pretty funny. Dude, like, the the promise, like, we were talking to, there was some gay porn star at the SDR show once, and he was talking to us about gay for pay dudes. He's like, yeah, their girlfriends dropped them off. And I'm like, how, those guys are, they're, they're like warriors to me. Like, it's like, we, like, it's like you're, I think, actually, to go back to your point, we, we need to, like, reinstitute the draft just for those gay for pay kits. Because they need to go. They need structure. They need not only do they need structure. Somebody needs to put put a gun in their hand and point them at something that needs to die. Because if you could take a cock in the ass for fifty bucks and a fucking Uber ride home, as long like it's like what like you can fucking you can kill a baby in Iraq. You know what I mean? It's like, and I'm not saying we need the the draft for everybody. Just draft gay for pay. 18-year-old porn stars. Right? Like, they could be an elite fighting force. We'll dress them up like Charlie's Angels, and they'll fucking go around killing dictators. <laughs> dictators. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> Let me see this Lamar Odom fight. Is it, like, a mess? I mean, this is just the, 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 the finale. Okay. Was the whole thing a mess? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Why would you... Why If you're Aaron Carr... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, to be fair, he did once beat Shaq in one-on-one. Basketball? Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a song of his from the oh. late 90s. It was called How I Beat Shaq, and it was just about... It was like him being 10, talking about beating Shaq. So wait, did they try... Okay, hold on. Did they try to get Shaq for this fight, at least? <laughs> wait, what was that event? Uh, so they did a whole celebrity boxing event. Who else was on it? Uh, I will look it up right now. Yeah, I need uh, to know one the of Godfrey's car. friends, which is the only reason why I know about this. Oh, okay. Did Godfrey talk about? He talked about it on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so wait, that was just. It looked like whenever you see a white kid talking shit to a huge black bouncer, it looks like if magically a ring appeared around that is okay. what we just saw. Okay, so it's Ice-T and Coco, and the special guest referee there... Wait, Ice-T fought his wife? No, 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 they were, they were just in attendance. Okay. Um, but the, uh, uh, the special guest referee uh-huh. uh, was Chuck Liddell. For that fight that we just saw? Yeah. Which is why it didn't immediately get called when Carter's gloves first touched the canvas. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, fucking funny. Okay, so right, these so are the, the other uh yeah. these are the other uh celebrities on the card. Uh Peter Guns versus Cisco Rosado, uh who I believe is from the Players Club or first well, I don't know, some these shit. These are not t- is Tim Witherspoon John Witherspoon's son? Probably. That's not a celebrity. And uh being hold on. <laughs> being the son of the guy who played the Wayans brother's dad. <laughs> Doesn't make you a Wayans brother, like at all. I mean, by, it doesn't even make you a Friday. He played their dad also. By the by, the transitive property. <laughs> he's a Wayans. Yeah, he's definitely a Wayans. I mean, some guy who has. It's less... like how Jim Neidhart is somehow in the Hart family, just because it had it kind of sounds the same. Exactly. Okay. Um, what else was on there? Uh, some guy by the name of Hazel Roach, uh, who has he's. It's Hazel underscore Latin lover underscore Roche. Uh, he's the guy who fought John Witherspoon's kid. Uh, okay. He lost. Um, to John Witherspoon's kid. They're, they're giving him a strong push. 
I mean, that's that's just... First of all, that looks like is Debo's kid. I'm just going to throw that out there. That's Tiny Lister's kid. Uh, he slipped into whoever Pops' wife was because he didn't have a lot of screen time in that first Friday. Uh, okay, so apparently the, the Latin lover is the reigning celebrity boxing heavyweight champion and terrible... Who is he? How are these celebrities? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Dude, at least the TikTok guys looked like celebrities. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, oh, apparently this guy, uh, Tim Witherspoon, uh, is just a regular boxer. Um, that, what? <laughs> then that's not, that's just boxing, boxing. He was a regular sparring partner of Muhammad Ali. Wait, a second. <laughs> so that makes him a celebrity. What? First of all, how old is this guy that he was Muhammad Ali? When he He's had as Parkinson's, old as my dad. when he had Parkinson's, this guy's four years younger than my dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, former WBC and WBA champion. Mm. Um, fought Larry Holmes for the title in '83. <laughs> Jesus, he was fighting in 2021. Oh, that's lovely. I imagine Larry Holmes beat the shit out of him because I've never heard of him. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, it was a disputed 12-round decision where okay. Witherspoon rocked Holmes in the ninth. But that's... All right, this is just PGA Senior Tour boxing. That's not celebrity boxing. You can't have a boxer be in celebrity boxing. Like, at least, what do the fucking Pauls call their stupid thing? Uh, well, no, that... So the Pauls were uh, under Triller, which I believe yeah. Jake has a percentage in, but they're now both signed to Showtime. Because of the Mayweather thing? Yeah. Well, the Mayweather thing, and because... Um, they're making money? Yeah, they made money. So those first two mm -hmm. uh, Triller events did well, and Jake just jumped ship. Because Showtime fucking shoveled a bunch of money out. No, that also legitimizes it. Yeah, I mean, if you're... If you're fighting on Showtime, you're a real boxer. Showtime is the has been the destination for boxing for the last 15, 20 years, right? Well, I guess, yeah. Well, at least 10 years that Mayweather's been exclusive to them. And then, you know, also um, Triple G is exclusive to them, or was. He's retired. Canelo only boxes with Showtime, correct, Mike? Oh yeah, I forgot he's the Pizza Hut his own world champion. Well, no, actually, I think he he's no longer uh, on a deal with them. Oh, so who's gonna who's gonna deliver my calzones that are for some reason pronounced pizzone? I could not tell you, sir. Mm. I'm upset now. Uh, Who yeah. else was on this celebrity boxing card with Lamar Odom? That was it. Uh, Peter Guns. Who is that? Is that a porn star? The guy who sang uh, Uptown Baby. Uptown Baby. What the fuck? <laughs> you remember that song? From I the... do. Yeah. From like the 90s? Yeah. Who did he fight? Uh, the guy from the Players Club. Or some BET show. What the fuck? <sighs> I think we should just have celebrity boxing, Mike. We'll have um, the Rent is Too Damn High guy. Right? Uh, Jimmy McMillan. He'll fight uh, Dave Smith, right, in, mm. the, in the battle of uh, uh, economic policies. No, why wouldn't you have him fight uh, your boy with the, with the shoe Vermin on Supreme? His... Yeah. They're friends. 
Mm. Yeah, but so is Greg Brady and Bonaducci. That's true. Yeah, we'll have that. We'll have Vermin Supreme versus Jimmy McMillan, and then we'll have um, just random homeless people from New York City, and we'll be like, well, he's locally famous. You guys are fucking idiots. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Honestly, bum fights at this point, that's just bum fights, what we just watched. We watched a main event of two crackheads (laughs) fighting for a sandwich. (laughs) That's just, like... That's bum fights. I don't fucking care what anybody's. I wonder how much they got paid. Mm-hmm. Not much. They're like, we're going to give you pay-per-view points. And Lamar was like, people are going to pay to see this. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Like, Aaron Carter's not even the better Carter. I think, I bet somebody paid for that and was like, yo, that Backstreet Boy's going to get fucked up. And was just like, oh, I'm not watching this. Yeah, it's trash. Yeah. Aaron Carter's the one who rapped, right? He rapped? Uh-huh. Did he have a good rap song? Oh, uh, no. I mean, it was it was it was still pop. It was like pop rap. Okay. You know what I mean? That's shit like that. Like joke songs like that's how I be Shaq. Mm. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I just love the idea that they definitely asked Shaq, then Charles Barkley, and they both laughed at whoever called them. It's funny you say that. What? Uh, cause Chuck Liddell, uh, recently said it would be fun as hell to fight either Shaq or Charles Barkley. Uh, I think Shaq or Charles Barkley would fight Chuck Liddell for money. Charles Barkley might not. Shaq would fight Chuck Liddell for money. You think? He did a fucking tables match against Cody Rhodes on television. Yeah, but that's wrestling. He's always been a wrestling fan. That's not... That's true. I mean, I'm sure he's a boxing fan on some level. Yeah, but not to the point where he's going to get in there and fucking against Chuck Liddell. I think he'd beat Chuck Liddell. You think? He's two feet taller than Chuck Liddell. Okay. And still in shape. He's not that in shape, and Chuck Liddell can throw hands still. I watched that Tito fight. Looked like an old man on a bus just holding his hand down, getting ready, and then never fucking let it fly. It just looked like an old man. Remember that old man on the bus that beat the shit of that black guy and then started crying? No. There was an old man on a bus. It looked like that guy, but he never actually threw the punch. Hmm. That's what Chuck Liddell looked like when he fought and still cried. I'm just saying. I'm not. That was a bad fight. It was not great. It's 100% uh, it's the, it's the rationale I use when uh, Lewis first told me he was taking the Jason Ellis fight. Mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, you're going to beat him. Like, why? Like, guy's almost 50. Chuck Liddell couldn't fight at 50. Yeah. 50 this guy is... ain't Chuck Liddell. Well, to be fair, uh, I'm sure Ellis is on some level of juice. Oh, he's juice to the gills. Yeah, but Chuck Liddell is not. Maybe. I don't know. Ask Nate Diaz. They were all on juice. Yeah, I don't think he currently is on juice is what I'm saying. Whatever. Eh, you're right. Moving on. Mike, the Whoring 20s is almost over. No. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know this. Your, your friend, Bill de Blasio. My boy? Yeah, that's your boy. Uh, he's pissed off that you were very excited about the Whoring 20s. Um, not really, but um, uh, so we, have, you've been to Washington Square Park during the pandemic, right? Best bar in the city. Pop it. Like, it just, the people are swimming in the fountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's dance parties. We talked a little bit about this on the show last week with uh, young Dylan, 
who people said I was too easy on, and they say that I go at your head. Some people said that online. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, Dylan is younger than me. I can't really just, like, attack somebody younger than me. Why like not? That. It's so fun. I mean, like, no, it's like, you know, he's younger. You're, like, five years older than me. This is insane. What do you mean? I'm younger than you. You're 43 years old. I'm 33. That's crazy talk. But anyway, so you were very excited. As a single 43-year-old man, you've been very excited that uh, what you called the Whoring 20s was about to start post-pandemic in New York. And honestly, Washington Square Park was the spot. Like, I, I was down there a couple weeks ago. There was just, there was just like, dance party. There's, like, been a dance party, like, every night. Like, they're actually having raves on the weekends, but then still DJs were just showing up during the week and just getting it popping in there. Yeah. It was, like, a blast to just hang out in there. And honestly, like, it felt... Even though I knew most of the people there who were starting the parties, most of the people who were starting the parties were like entitled white NYU kids. But then other people found out about it and were kind of showing up and having a good time. Then, um, once they were like, you don't have to wear masks outside, uh, all of the rich people that live right around Washington Square Park moved back and uh, started making noise complaints. Mm. So uh, when I was a kid, there was, Washington Square Park's one of the few parks that never had a curfew. Like, I never remember, you were always allowed to go into Washington Square Park and Tompkins Square Park, despite the fact that uh, they were both known drug spots. No, like, Tompkins Square Park was midnight. I remember that. I, I don't think when I was, maybe, all right, maybe now, maybe, maybe later they changed it. Maybe they changed Washington Square Park. But when I was a kid, both of those parks were always open. Like, well, oh, yeah, Tompkins was Needle Park. Yes. Um... And, like, then that all moved, all the fucking heroin shit moved to Union Square. But Union Square, they were actually giving tickets, so all those guys used to hide in the cafe. There was always, like, mad dope heads, like, right in the back of Union Square for a while. Um, but, yeah, I sent you a video of the cops shut it down, put a 10 p.m. curfew on Washington Square Park, which is fucking outrageous. Outra- like, just, like, and then, here, see if you can uh, pull up, uh, I sent you two videos that are Twitter links. Pull up the first one. It's, and it's just, it's great. Like, it really, like, and here's the thing. If, you've, if you're in New York City and you're in Washington Square Park, there's buildings around, but you can kind of tell that the buildings that people live in are far enough away from the park that it really shouldn't be a noise complaint. You know what I mean? Like, those parties were not that, like, you don't hear them when you walk into the park. From like the no, from the west the side, street, no. From the west side, you don't. You certainly don't hear them. I don't know. Maybe from like the north side, you can hear them a little bit, but you definitely can't hear them from like the fourth floor apartment in that neighborhood. I think what it was is just some fuddy duddies moved back to that area and were like, "We want our fucking white ass neighborhood back." Push play. Look at this. It's like every cop in the goddamn fucking city. They got fucking paddy wagons. Get out of here, bro. Let's go. Riot gear for a fucking dance party. Cops suck. Dude, they suck. This is the second link I sent you, right? Uh, This is just a long thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the long thread. There's another one I sent you of, like, actual interaction in the park. Uh, it's from Andy No, who is not a okay. great journalist, but... You don't think so? I feel bad that he got hit in the head with a bike lock, but I think it's made him actually retarded. Look at this. It's a fucking mess. This is on, like, day three of the curfews. 
First of all, pause this. Fucking bike cops getting fucking gully in the park? Dog, those cops were using their bikes as a bike shield? Dog, look at his fucking stupid yellow sunglasses, too. Yeah, that that's Tackleberry from the Police Academy movies. He's trying to get himself back on TV so that he can get a celebrity boxing fight, because apparently anybody can now. Um, but yeah, so they came through. It's very funny to me that they... Like, imagine you're a bike cop, right? Now, you grew up watching the Mario Lopez vehicle, Pacific Blue, which really glamorized the bike cop. It's just Baywatch on a bicycle. It's just Baywatch with smellier nuts, right? Because you're riding a bike all day, right? Uh, Pacific Blue, you should go watch that. Uh, But you're just like, I'm going to be a bike cop, and I'll just talk to chicks because I'm a fucking cool bike cop with my neon shirt. And then you get to be a bike cop, and you're like, oh, this sucks. I'm a bike cop, (laughs) In New York City. That's a, probably the stupidest idea I've ever had. Like, the horse cops get more respect <laughs> than me because they're taller. <laughs> like, they get to wear those cool boots. Bitches want to fuck the horses. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just a fucking dork who doesn't even get to drive a car. Like, if they try, if I was a cop and they were like, yeah, we're going to sign you to be a bike cop. I'd be like, ah, oh, I never learned how to ride a bike. I would just say that, like, out loud and be like, no, nah, I don't know how to ride a bike. I ride a bike everywhere. I would not be a bike cop. They'd be like, yo, we can teach you. It's a bike. I'm not, you think I'm going to do training wheels bike as a cop? Get the fuck out of here. I'm just saying, like, bike, like, I'm going to be in a cop on a bike. Like. I will not. It's just, how do they not constantly get hit with eggs? But so the bike cops are there. Imagine and then imagine you're a bike cop and like your job I don't even know what their job really is. What are the bike like I think just handing out tickets. Yeah, so like now they're just like, hey, um, we're not allowed to De Blasio won't let us bust out the riot shields. So uh you guys are the riot shields now. Um sorry guys. And then you have to block off a whole park with fucking Nine bikes for just a squad of people who are just like, oh, like, y'all are pussy. Like, it's like when uh, uh, in Braveheart, the king of England was like, don't use arrows. Arrows cost money. Send the Irish in. And then they just fucking murk out the Irish. It's exactly like that. That's what the bike cops are in here. Uh, Just they were like, go ahead, go ahead. And then here's the thing. Here's a crazy thing. De Blasio's asked about this. Now, I think what we just saw was abhorrent. Like, and people were getting, a bunch of people got fucked up in the park. I think what we just watched is, like, fairly abhorrent. Like, they shouldn't be breaking up these parties. And I'll tell you this. This is a crazy thing. Is like, as a kid, uh, all street closing permit, all street permits actually had sunset. Like, street closings are supposed to end at sunset for street fairs and shit. They never enforced that until, like, five years ago. They started doing it. They started busting up. Like, my favorite party of the year used to be this thing called Bike Kill. And they started busting that shit up. And that's when I first noticed they were like, oh, like, we're enforcing these street closing permits that we give out at sundown. So, like, obviously these parties in the park didn't have permits, but they weren't hurting anybody. Right? Like, who the fuck even cares if there's a party... In the goddamn park. Like, it just... 
And then de Blasio gets on the fucking... I'll tell you one thing that's kind of dope, though, is uh, there's mad dirt bikes in the park. Because like then, once there was the thing, then everybody was just like, oh, we got to defend Washington Square Park. I didn't go. I didn't go to defend Washington Square Park, Mike. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I did not go do it. You were out of town. Um, but uh, uh, I did not go and defend Washington Square you Park. You missed the riots and the defense of Washington Square Park? I'll be Park. honest. I like yeah, didn't even notice it was happening. No, here's the crazy thing. This is how little... We've talked about how much people are not paying attention to the news anymore. I talked to like 10 people. I was like, did you see this thing that's going on in Washington Square Park? And they were like, what's going on? New Yorkers. Who are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, dude... They're just beating the shit out of a bunch of 20-year-olds. The cops are just kicking the shit out of... Go to the um, other video I sent you. The one where it says, like, uh, they're mobilizing down the East Village. The first one that you played, I think. It's crazy, like... Or maybe there's one right under that where you just see, like, dozens of cops. Yeah, this one. Those are the bike cops mobilizing. But imagine you're the bike cop called up. They're the fucking cavalry. Dude, but no, but imagine they're, they're like, you're a bike cop, and they're like, yeah, we're going to make you uh, fight some kids. And you're like, fuck, dude. They're like, guys, you have helmets. Uh, they're going to probably throw bottles at us. Uh, you guys are now. You're like, dude, come on, man. I just want to be like Mario Lopez of Pacific Blue. We don't even go. I've never seen a bike cop at any of the beaches in New York City. You see a Segway cop at the beaches, which is possibly dorkier. Segway cop is the gayest cop. Let's rank the gay cops. Right? Oh, so uh, horse cop. No, no. You think horse cop not gay? No, horse cop. Yeah, horse cop's not, not that gay. Horse cop kind of gay. Nah. Horse cop kind of rules. Why? This is, when's a horse cop ever going to fuck with you? True, but why? Just, horse cops are literally just there to look like bad. They're just, to be, they're just there to be taller. But like, you could just... Get a ladder. Like, what, what, what are we bothering these horses for? Yeah, I'm just saying. It seems like a waste of resources. Because it's whatever. I'm just saying those cops aren't going to fuck with All you. All right, but who are the really gay? Bike cop, gay. Bike cop, super gay. Super gay. Segway cop, super gay. I'm saying we have to rank horse cop in, in this, too. No, no, because you still have so who's parking gay? meter cop. All right, parking meter cop, very gay. Right. Um, oh, no, no. Cop in the box, gayest <laughs> Yes, cop. yes. That's the gayest cop. Cop in the box, gayest cop. Like, <laughs> like, just like, you know, like, even the other cops don't like them. And I've talked about this on the show. They had to switch the pig boxes. We used to call them pig in a box. Uh, fucking, they had to switch the pig boxes in the 90s. Because they only had one door. Whoever bought those stupid things, it was this the small wheel in the front and the two little wheels in the back. And you could fit one little fat cop in them. Uh, <laughs> and he would go around giving tickets to people. But they only had a door on one side. And motherfuckers used to just tip those motherfuckers over. And you would just every once in a while walk past a cop in a box on the street waiting for his boys <laughs> to come lift the fucking box up. And they had to change them to have sliding doors on both sides instead of that. And they, yeah, they changed it to sliding doors so you couldn't push it over and then stack something on top of it so the cop couldn't get out. Hell yes. So that's gayest cop. Second gayest cop, probably bike cop. Then meter made cop. No, Segway cop is gayer than bike cop. I'll tell you, you know who might be gayest cop? Uh, auxiliary regular cop. Because that's just... Look up what exactly an auxiliary cop... I don't think they get paid. I think they're just... 
That's the gayest cop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, but those are, those are usually, you know. I think they're allowed to still march in pride. Because they even pride's like, yeah, that's gay. Okay, volunteer auxiliary police officer. They are civic-minded men and women who volunteer to assist their local precincts, housing, police service areas, and transit districts by serving as the eyes and ears of the neighborhood through foot, vehicle, and bike bicycle patrols. Oh, so bike cops are auxiliary cops. Are so, all bike cops are auxiliary cops? No. Imagine you're an auxiliary cop, and then they make you a bike cop. And you're like, dude, I didn't even like Pacific Blue with Mario Lopez. <laughs> I came here to serve my community because I'm gay. All right. Auxiliary cop. All right. So it's picking a box. Worst cop. Second worst cop. Auxiliary cop. Third, you're saying Segway cop worse than bike cop? For sure. And then just regular cop. Um, did we do meter made cop? All right. Meter made, then regular cop. <clears throat> yeah. I think regular cop worse than meter made. No. Meter maid can't give you a ticket for peeing outside. Neither can a regular cop now. They give you a ticket for that. No, they have to hit you with like indecent exposure or something. It's completely legal to pee outside now. Oh, right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so as long as you're facing a wall and they can't see your dick, they really can't get you for anything. Mm. That's true. You can drink outside now. I don't think you legally can. I think, didn't they rescind the open container laws? No, maybe. When they were serving beers out windows. When they were like, hey, you could save your bar by selling beers for more money outside the window than the store right next door. Remember when they were doing all that last summer? And then uh, uh, I remember being out with people and they'd be like, yeah, let's go to like a bar over there. And I'd be like, uh, we just go to that store and uh, still be outside. <laughs> Why would I pay $9 for an old-fashioned outside in a plastic cup? I don't want that. All right, so those are the rankings. So, all right, six, top top six gayest cops, right? Number six, uh, bike cop, right? No, just, wait, are we going from least gay to most gay? Uh, least gay to most gay, but of the gayest. No, I don't think bike cops were. They're not even top six? No, bike cops are, I'm saying. I mean, look, they got sweet calves. I'm not going to lie. You're saying, so you're saying regular cop is the most gay? No, I'm saying uh, cop in a box, gayest cop. Right. Second gayest cop, uh, what do we say, Segway cop? Segway cop. Third gayest cop. Bike cop. Auxiliary cop. Oh, auxiliary cop, yes. So one, two, that's number one, number two, number three. Uh, Number four, uh, uh, number four, we say meter maid, right? Mm -hmm. Number five's got to be bike cop. Yeah. Number six, regular cop. And that's all the cops. And then probably, all right, so then number seven will be horse cop. You're right then. Because horse cop, not as bad as regular cop. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough, Mike. Fair enough. You know, never say I'm not fair on this show. (laughs) (laughs) That is your top six gayest cops. Horse cop not on there. Woo! Horse cop not on there. You know what? We'll welcome the racehorse back with, with open arms when he's out of rehab in just a few short weeks. Um. So yeah, that's great. Uh, <clears throat> I guess we can move on. <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin. Uh, the tubes. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Tubin was the man. Uh, he, he was on uh, Zoom 
with the New Yorker. And uh, thought he had turned his, was it that he thought he had turned his camera off? Or he thought he had left the meeting. Older gentleman, in his 50s, I believe, uh, started jacking it furiously, which I'll be honest, is a fear of everyone. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you this right now. For years, I was worried every time I closed like a Facebook tab and went to Pornhub, I was worried that somehow everybody on Facebook knew I was jerking off a little. You know what I mean? Yes. Right? Everybody has that fear. That is a fear of everybody, and that happened to this man. And now, we all made fun of him, as we should have, right? But, I don't really think he should have lost his job. They weren't in an office. And I'll be honest, if you're in your office, in a building, that's an office building, and the door's closed, you should be allowed to jerk off. No. As long as you have Purell, you should be allowed to jerk off in your office. Okay. No? I have Purell sitting in front of me right now. Does that mean I can jerk off right here and now? No, not right here and now. You can jerk off. If no, if look that first of all, that's not your office. That's a production booth. Hi, I, I'm a producer. No, it's fine, huh? I'm a producer. Yeah, I'm in the production booth. Yeah, but that's that a makes shared. It my that's a shared workspace. I'm saying if you're an nobody executive, else is in here. If you're an executive and you have an office with your name on the door, and the door's closed, that's jerk time. You shouldn't have to put a sock on the door if you work in an office. So Jeffrey Tubin's in his house jerking off. Forgets to click leave meeting. I suppose that's a problem for everybody, but that's everybody's biggest fucking fear. No, I th- here's the thing. I think it was a break in the meeting. Thought his camera and microphone. He thought he, he thought, muted himself. Yeah, but but he stayed in the meeting, which leads some to believe he was jerking to his coworkers. But there's no proof of that. There was no porn. What do you mean there's no porn? His mic yeah, and his camera sh- were on. He, there was no porn. You would hear the porn. Not, not if he was jerking on mute. Maybe he thought he turned his camera off, left his mic on. Oh, do you think that's what happened? You think he turned the camera? So he left, the, the, the mic actually went off, the camera stayed on. Or maybe he was jacking the porn on his phone. I still feel like you'd hear that. Could be. Hmm. Um, but so he's back on CNN. Yeah, he had, a, he had a take a leave of absence. Yeah, he took a little leave of absence. He's a back. little bit. Yeah. So uh, uh, let's watch the video of him uh, back at again. Hi, Jeffrey. Hello, Allison. It's been a while. It has been a while, indeed. I feel like we hold should on, hold address. on. So I'm already already. That's hilarious. It has. Yeah. So the whole world knows I jerk my dick like everybody else, and uh, it's just I guess everybody saw the way my face looks. Um, when I come these. When, when I am jerking off. Dude, because everybody's like, look, man, everybody's like gotten off of the phone and immediately started fucking touching their dick. Literally every person. I've called for Chinese food and been like, let's see if I could beat the Chinese food. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to do that. All right, let's go. He, look at his face. Oh, poor Beat Jeff. the Chinese food. Chris, if you can't beat the Chinese food. My Chinese food comes very quick. Quicker than me sometimes. Um, I'm not what's bad at that. Happened in the months since we've seen you, since some of our 
viewers may not know what has happened. So uh, I guess I'll recap. I'll do the honors. <laughs> Help yourself. Okay. <laughs> um, in October, you were on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New Yorker magazine. Everyone took a break for several minutes, during which time you were caught masturbating on camera. Uh, you were subsequently fired from that job after 27 years of working there. And you, since then, have been on leave from CNN. Pause it. Do I have all that right? Um, you've got it all right. You've got it all right. Um, uh, uh, I like how she's just like, so you've, uh, look at her face. Look at her face. She's just like, so uh, they put you in here with me first. This is, uh, this, is where you, uh, this is where you ended up. You're uh, back on CNN. And uh... look, first of all, best part, take a look at the black guy in the background who seems to be the only person who didn't know about this, Mike. Um, that guy is just like, what the fuck is this white boy doing? Look at this black guy in the background. Doesn't it look like he just found out that his coworker got caught jerking off? He did. What? Wait a second. Fucking Jeffrey? That motherfucker's jerking off with people on the camera? Oh, shit. Jerking Jeffrey's back? Oh, Jeffrey. That's why they was calling him jerking Jeffrey. I thought he was just an asshole to people. Fuck. I didn't realize he was jerking off all the time. I thought he was just like that chicken. Fuck. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see what he has to say here, Jeffrey Tubin. Right. Sad to say. Okay, so let's start there. Um, to quote Jay Leno, what the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, that's a, how do you get the Leno quote? Well, yeah, that's a, yeah. What? And, um, it was Since when is that, that a Jay Leno quote? To me, I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense because nothing is really in my defense. I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible. Pause but, it. I mean, that, that is... That's absolutely a defense. I thought I left the Zoom call is a defense for jerking off on a Zoom call. Plain and simple, that's how that works. Sorry that you saw my cock. I thought I left the meeting. Is... I can't... There's nothing... That's fine. There's a girl in there. That's fine, right? Just just talking to the mic. One, 100%. Her face doesn't look like she didn't enjoy it. Like, her face looks intrigued. She wasn't in the call. I think she's mad that he doesn't jerk off in the CNN calls. 100%. Yeah. 100% I agree with you. Yeah, there you go. I don't think he did anything wrong. I really don't think a man jerking off on his own, like, jerking off, like, that's not a crime. Exactly, Mike. This is, this is not who I want defending me. <laughs> The fucking, the slurring nanny? <laughs> yeah, she's pretty drunk. Are you, were you watching children before this? No, I was on the wet spot before this. I'm a little drunk. Okay. No, I'm saying she Chrissy Mayer like... got you drunk? Yeah. I'm a little drunk. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm saying her voice sounds like Brand Rusher. I do sound like oh, There we go. Fair enough. There we go. I agree. All right, all right. That's not what we're talking about. Let's play some more <laughs> of this video. Part of, that, that is part of the story. Um, and, you know, I have spent the seven subsequent months, miserable months in my life, I can certainly confess. Pause this, um, pause this. Be a better I had no meetings to log into to which to jerk off to. I had to jerk off to Pornhub like a regular man. All right, let's go. Person, I mean, in therapy, 
trying to do some what? public service. Um, working in a community service. I'm going to continue to do. I'm working on a new book about the Oklahoma City bombing, but I am trying to. <laughs> become the kind of person. Remember that guy who's totally worse than me? Remember Timothy McVeigh? I'm sure Remember how he didn't just jerk off in his house? Over and over, many times. Um, have you ever thought about what it must have been like to be on the receiving end of that Zoom call? Um, Hilarious? I, I haven't just thought about it. I've spoken to several of my former colleagues at The New Yorker about it. And, you know, they uh, were shocked and appalled. Um, I think they realized that this was not intended for them. I think they realized <laughs> that this was um, something that I would immediately regret. It was for my I cat. Certainly did. And I thought only my then, cat was, was watching. That day she likes that to watch. Her name's Buttercup. Apologizing, and that is something that I have tried to continue to do, uh, both publicly and privately. You know, we've covered a lot of political scandals, and we've heard what I like to think of as the politician apology, which is, you know, I'm sorry if you were offended, um, which always sounds to me like I've said the words, now get off my back. I'm and sorry exactly I touch what myself. I've tried not to do. I mean, I have tried, and I'm trying now, to say how sorry I am, sincerely, in, 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 in all seriousness. Above all, I am sorry to my wife and to my family. Oh, fuck but you! I'm also sorry to the people on the Zoom call. <laughs> fuck you! You're sorry to your <laughs> fucking wife? I'm sorry to my current. If your wife was a fucking. She would have sucked your dick CNN. on the fucking Zoom call. And I'm like, I hope they fucking see me being a little fucking whore for you, Jeff. You bring home the fucking CNN and the fucking New Yorker money. What the fuck does his wife do? Fuck that! I'm very lucky that I'm going to be able to try to do that. I bet he doesn't. I hope he doesn't have a son he just apologized to, because that's fucking terrible to do that to a child. I'm sorry I jerk off. You should never jerk off. I'm ashamed forever. Kids, twelve. <laughs> Fuck. Hold on. Pause this. She just compared him to Elliot Spitzer, who got caught with a uh, prostitute cheating on his wife, uh, who was 20 years younger than his wife. Uh, Donald Trump, who uh, was fucking porn stars, and. Uh, Anthony Weiner, who took a picture of his hard cock next to his newborn baby and sent it to a girl on the internet. That is not the same as being like, click, didn't take. It's not the same thing at all. You know what? I'm, I'm on Team Lubin Tubin. Yeah. That was a dry jerk, though. And I'll be honest, Mike, I've said this before. I'm a dry jerk, man. I don't really. I'm old school. I don't like. Does it, he didn't. He didn't lube up. He just went dry. That's a man of the people. He didn't really deserve this railroading, right? I don't think so. You want to watch more of this? Not really. We're done. <laughs> Moving on. We said this. Uh, we we alluded to this earlier, um, but uh, DC Comics has said that the Harley Quinn cartoon, which we're both fans of. Massive. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the cartoon. Um, they had to cut a scene of Batman eating Catwoman's pussy. They're not allowed. To, I, can't, I can't hear you. He left and he turned the mic off. When he comes back, you can figure it out. There's only one mic on in here. We'll cut this part out after in post. What's up? I was listening. Oh, you are listening. Yeah. Oh, where'd you go? What do you, what do you got there? I just got a, I got a, a thing. What is that? 
Is that a is that a dick shaped pipe? That is a that is a dick shaped pipe. I'm really glad we don't have the same limits as HBO Max here at Gas Digital. Um, but so Batman, <laughs> they had to cut the scene of Batman eating Catwoman's pussy, which was probably only for the eating pussy joke. Yeah. In the first place. Obviously. And the idea was, according to the producers of Harley Quinn, uh, it was because they sell Batman toys and they can't have him also eating pussy. Well, no, the actual quote was, uh, heroes don't do that sort of thing. But there's any number of comic books where Batman smashes. There's a couple. Um, Talia al Ghul. In the cartoon version of The Killing Joke, he fucks Batgirl. Yeah. Who's his best friend's daughter. Yeah. Who also used to fuck his fake son, Dick Grayson. I don't think that's canon in The Killing Joke. In the cartoon. No. Sure, but we all knew it. If you went to see The Killing Joke, you knew that. Yeah. So it's like, come on. It's an adult cartoon. It's like, this is such a weird... And like you said, everybody on Twitter made the joke that he's just DJ Khaled because DJ Khaled says he doesn't eat pussy. Yeah. Uh... The idea that Batman wouldn't eat pussy is fucking also ridiculous. Yeah. He'd eat pussy on the period. He's a bat. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how bats work. Yeah. They need the blood. The mm-hmm. iron. They need the iron. It's good for you. Yeah. Yeah, there's platelets in there. Yeah. Yeah. Plasma. Yeah. All kind of things. Yeah, it's fucking good. Mm-hmm. Also, you can eat Catwoman's pussy. She's pretty hot. Catwoman is pretty hot. Catwoman's fucking... And she's hot in the show. She's hot in the cartoon. That's yeah. a car, there's a hot cartoon Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Batman's gonna eat her pussy. Once he get his bat dick sucked. Yeah. You get a 69 upside down in the Batcave. I mean, the fact that they don't have any... Like, I know so many good, like, nerd New York female comics who I think would be a great fit for that show, and they're getting pushed back on what I'm sure is exactly that. What? Like fucking the the plant being like Batman or the Ron Funches shark being like, ooh, Batman's eating pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird, it's just a weird thing. It's just like it's like so. Wait, Batman goes down. It was like, yeah, he's fucking, he fights for justice. He uses every tool at his disposal to get the job done. Yeah, yeah he fights for fucking justice. He's mm-hmm. trying to make people come. Yeah, he's not just trying to bust a nut. You gotta make a bitch come. You're yeah. fucking Batman. Hundred percent. This drunk girl that's uh, sucking on a dick bong in there with you, Mike, uh, is uh, a drunk girl. You know who I am. You don't want me to say your name after I say you're sucking on a dick bong drunk in here. I sucked on the bong once. I haven't sucked a dick once tonight. Chris, why are you engaging with her? Because she keeps talking to me. (laughs) Only when you address her. She's treated her like she's not here. She She's talking to me so I can't hear her through the glass and I can see her. Mm. I'm looking at you. That's why I don't hear a woman. I I I try not to. Jesus Christ. The whole thing. I think that's why you gotta like to eat pussy because you slap the thighs around your ears. You can finally hear him stop talking. I like that. Yeah, nice get in there, fucking bury yourself. You have anything to add here, Mike? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, one thing uh, that you could do while you're eating pussy is wait for a blue chew to kick in. Oh, here's the thing. Moving on, we have a sponsor. Uh, uh, uh so when you're eating pussy. What you want to do is you uh, you start chewing a blue chew back here. And you're going up here in the front. Uh, so blue chew, you don't chew a blue chew. You blue chew a tablet from bluechew.com. Bluechew.com is an online pharmacy. And what they do is they give you uh, 
uh, chewable tablets that have similar ingredients to uh, other dick hardening uh, supplements. And what they do is uh, it fills your dick with blood. Uh, and then it's hard as fuck, and you can fuck with it. But here's the thing. is like you want to extend foreplay uh, while you're waiting for that sort of thing to kick in. So, and here's the thing with Blue Chew is like you can actually kind of shorten the foreplay because Blue Chew is a chewable tablet, like I said, and uh, you chew it up, it increases the surface area, and that can hit your bloodstream faster. So you go to BlueChew.com, you do a real quick uh, uh, whole online consultation thing, they send you a disturbing amount of Blue Chew for just $5. $5 is the shipping cost. The Blue Chew's free. You're just paying the shipping, which is five fucking smackers. And then you get a buttload of Blue Chew. It's, it, it's supposed to last a month. Might be, maybe it'll last you a little longer. Uh, you chew that some bitch up. You're, you, you go down there. You eat some pussy for a while. Your fucking dick is all of a sudden <laughs> fucking hard as a rock. Uh, and you, what is it, what's the promo code, Mike Goon? Chris, I didn't make this deal. You did. The I promo don't get code to go is, to business meetings. The promo, the, the promo code is Goon. Uh, I didn't go to a business meeting. I was called and told that uh, we were given the sponsor. Uh, the promo For every code is, other show I produce, I'm given emails, I'm given calls from these guys and told what I can I got a text say. that said, hey, uh, we put you on these Blue Chew ads. Uh, they think the show's good. Uh, I mean, 7 billion people a week listen. I mean, it's fucking crazy. The CPM rate is fucking good, too. We're doing a lot of conversions. I mean, most of the world is currently on Blue Chew. The only guys who aren't are the ones in prison, and those guys, you know, they prefer jelly. Um, but if you go to BlueChew.com and you use the promo code GOON, like I said, uh, you're going to get your first month of BlueChew absolutely free. You're just going to pay $5 for shipping. That's going to come right to your house in discreet packaging because you don't want people knowing what's coming to your house. It'll, it'll be more discreet than your drug shipments because I'm sure you're getting drug shipments if you listen to this show. Uh, so uh, BlueChew.com, the promo code is GOON. Get your first month free, $5 shipping. Let's move on, Mike. All right, one last thing before we get out of here. Um, uh, Maya Wiley's running for mayor. We talk about these mayoral candidates pretty often in here. We haven't talked much about Eric Adams, who's a cop. We'll talk about that next week. He's probably the eighth gayest cop, right? We ranked this. You, we ranked the six gayest cops, and then the seventh we said was horse cops, and then the eighth gayest cop is just Eric Adams because he's running for mayor, right? He's a cop. He's the next cop. I look. I look Take to you to know it. all this stuff and keep it in your head, Mike. Why? <laughs> Why would you trust probably, me with probably local a bad politics. idea? I think he's the cop. Horrible idea. There's two black guys running. One of them is friends with Puffy and didn't know how much houses cost in Brooklyn, and the other one is an ex-cop. And I think that's uh, that's the guy who's winning the race right now. But uh, so uh, Maya Wiley, um, the post will come out any of these candidates for anything, right? And uh, so apparently Maya Wiley, who's running for mayor, who I thought was going to win because she's kind of a hot black chick. Um. Is this the one you you mentioned a bit ago where she's like uh, she was gonna be the the next one? I thought so. I thought she she had a until Andrew Yang got in the race. I thought she was gonna be the one. She like when she was younger, particularly like if you Google Maya Wiley Young, pull it up right now. Okay, uh, you'd be like, yeah, she got a little Lisa Bonet thing going, and you're like, all right, I, I fucking see that she could be the next mayor. That's what people want right now. Um, but so they'll do anything to get at her, and um, okay. So, she had... Uh, kind of looks like uh, Tracy Chapman on her best day. Yeah, she was, like, hot. For a politician, that's a hot chick. Yeah, young? Golly. Yeah, when she was younger, like, yeah. she the was hand tattoos or the henna? Yeah, she was hot. Into it. Yeah, definitely. Quite fuckable. Um, <clears throat> but so, 
they're going after her because she say, she claims she brought broadband uh, to the city of New York for free. But really all she did was she replaced phone booths with those uh, big, long obelisks that I guess give off Wi-Fi. Oh, they do. They do. Um, and I figured I'd bring this up because uh, you were uh, uh, a person experiencing homelessness mm-hmm. uh, for a while. And uh, that's what we call them now. If you call somebody homeless, it's the N word for uh, the homeless. I will. Uh, yeah, I'll, I concur. It's yeah. It's the yeah. <laughs> is that is that true? I mean, as a former person, you know, who's experiencing who, who homelessness, homelessness, I can tell you, yeah, that is the case. Yeah, that, that's how you felt. You felt like there was a historical uh, N word issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I felt like if you if you called me the H word, we it was going to be on site. Really? Because yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody all the time. No. Called you homeless? No, 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 no. You're, not and not even with an A at the end. Hard S. You're mistaken. Yeah. Would that be homeless? Yeah, you're a homeless. You're a homeless. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, you can call me that because we're boys. That's what I call my basement family. <laughs> um. So uh, they're they're saying so. Maya Wiley apparently wasted a ton of money. To put broadband in those, those, all those things that like you could plug your phone in. They've got Wi-Fi with how around she, ten feet of them. How does she waste money? Well, the only people that use them was the uh, the H words, um, like yourself. You said you used one, so you were you were you you experienced homelessness for a year. Uh, you experienced homelessness for a year, six months. Yeah, I seems a little longer. But um, you experienced homelessness for a while. You were experiencing homelessness for a while. And uh, I just want, I'm just curious, because these things are around, and you see, like, literally the worst of the worst. The only people I ever see make a call on them is fucking legit dopeheads make actual calls on these fucking things, right? And so, but you, did you ever use one of these? Okay, so one to time. To charge your phone? One time. To charge your phone? Yes. Okay. It's like six in the morning. But you didn't even use the Wi-Fi. You just used the charger. Oh, I used the Wi-Fi. Because you were charging your phone. No, I used the Wi-Fi for... Do you remember when I didn't have a cell phone for like... Oh, right. I, I was not homeless, and I just didn't have a cell phone. And I had to call you. So you did use this. Regularly. But hold on. How much did it cost? It cost $3 billion. That's a drop in the bucket. Over 15... Okay. Oh, hold on. It was, it was supposed to generate $3 billion over 15 years. Ooh. Uh, it has not done that at all. It's done the opposite. <laughs> Whereas it just it has uh, cost a ton of money. Um, just says a ton. It doesn't say how much, but literally no one uses these things. And I, you never put money into one, did you? you? I didn't know you could put money into one. I suppose I think the ads generate a little revenue. That's what it is. Um, it has to be because there's just, constantly ads on them. But they're also just constantly shooting out Wi-Fi. Okay. And like Wi-Fi is cheap. Cheaper than I, I guess cheaper than ads? Yeah. You're saying for the cost of the Wi-Fi in my house, I could have a billboard outside of a place all the time. No, I'm saying for no, way less. So for the $80 a month I pay for internet. No. Okay. I'm saying we the, can get advertisements for this show all <laughs> over the city. The $80 you pay for internet is a fraction of the cost of an ad would be. So they can give Wi-Fi all they want. These ads they're running cover the cost of the How Wi-Fi. How much do the ads? They, they can't possibly be working these ads. What are you talking about? I Tell see me them one all the time. Ad. Chobani. What is that? The yogurt? Oat milk. All right, I've seen the oat milk ones. Yeah. 
you tell me oat milk. You, you and tell me oat milk on there. Oat milk's got deep pockets like that. Oh, you you're you're telling me you want to go up against big oat milk? I think I could beat up the entire oat milk industry by myself. I, I haven't even been training, Mike. I doubt that, dude. I could beat up most of the oat milk. I could beat up all of Oatly, that one company that makes most of the oat milk. Nah, dude. I could definitely beat up all of their upper management together. It's probably no. seven guys. Think about it like this. Diego's vegan. Okay. Right? Yeah, Diego is a fucking insane person. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just saying. Right? He's a vegan. Yeah. Right? They He's can... the only vegan I've ever met. Him and Nick Diaz are the only crazy vegans. Most vegans are just tired. <laughs> oh, Dork is a vegan. He, I could probably beat him in a fight. And he's jacked. He's shredded. And I could beat him in a fight because he's tired. Because he's a vegan. I mean, that's sound logic. Yeah. He's also Rasta, which is weird for a white guy. But what are you going to do? But anyway, so you, you used one of these. You, used, you actually used one of these charging your phone one time. Yes. In your two or three years of homelessness. <laughs> Six months. Um, your entire late 30s were homeless. <laughs> I'm not in my late 30s yet. No, you're in your early 40s. Hate you so much. Um, yeah, so I, uh, one time I had my phone plugged into one of them, mm-hmm. um, and you know I was, was just chilling there on the street, um, you know trying to get trying to convince Corinne uh, to let me come walk her dog uh, so that I could take it. That's a weird way to say what Batman does. <laughs> uh, but I was like, yeah, let me come walk Alfred, then maybe take a nap on your couch, and that was not happening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you take a three day nap on your couch. <laughs> Come on, friend. <laughs> come on, come on, friend. I've taken too much, dude. Your relationship with Corinne, by the way, uh, you got into a thing in here about missing a gig that you would lose. I'm just gonna say this. I I I, I have to say this because it was such a funny interaction. It was me, me, Lewis, and Corinne were in the room. Okay. So those are the three places, <laughs> three people who give me money, the three things. people who randomly give you money before you had your new job, right? <laughs> And like you were like, you got into an argument with somebody about losing some gig for fifty bucks a week, and we were all kind of looking at each other, playing weird chicken. And Karim was like, "I'll just give you the fifty dollars a week." Oh yeah, I was mad at Dylan. Dylan took my fucking. Dylan was gonna take my job on Fight Journal. I was gonna say the whole, the whole, the whole story, but yes, Dylan was gonna take your job on Fight Journal. Yeah, and then me, Lewis, and Corinne. <laughs> Played who's gonna give Mike this money, chicken? <laughs> Not even that. It wasn't even that. What it was was it was me being angry about losing my fifty bucks a week. There, no, but there was a tense moment where no. it was like quiet, and we all kind of looked around, and Corinne was like, "I'll just give you the fifty dollars." No, Corinne was Corinne immediately saw saw it as an opportunity to be like, "Oh, I can stick one to Lewis." <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Anytime I can play those two against each other, I'm golden. All right. So you use this thing one time, and what happened? Um. Yeah, so while I'm sitting there, uh, fucking charging my phone, uh, some British dude comes up, right? And he's like, how do you use this, mate? And I, like, show him how to do it. And he tells me he had just gotten out of One Oak. Uh, He was hammered, right? Shirt was, like, all astroom, but he was in, like, nice-ass clothes. Um, And I was talking to him for a minute. And in the process of, like, I don't know, four minutes, I watched this guy call five different women. Um, Nice. One of them was, like... I'm not doing this again, right? Hung up on immediately. Yes, again. Right. Second one was like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you can come by, uh, but like I got a shower. I got like work in a bit. Like it's, you know, chill with that. 
Um, you know, we can't be too long. He's like, all right, it's fine, baby. I just want to make you feel good. Right, bro? Fucking, like, hangs up, has plans with her, calls another girl. <laughs> or after. She's like, yo, come through. I'll make you breakfast. What's good? He's like, all right, I'll see you in a minute, love. He goes to leave. And then he goes, eh. Pulls out his phone, makes one more call. He's like, eh, she's a little closer. <laughs> she gives him the, like, yes, breakfast, coffee, come through. Done. Fuck, man. British Dude, accent. This guy was the fucking man. Dude, he ruled so hard. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's the least gay cop. He's officially the least gay cop. Yeah. yeah. And they're called Bobbies over there. <laughs> oh, fuck. That guy's the man. You didn't get that guy's number? I did. Uh, he told me. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should be doing this podcast. He was like, yeah, come out for drinks tonight. Fucking, we got a table at 1-0. Come through. Texted him like four times. Never got back to me. Yeah, he was too busy fucking sleeping off all that puss. I told, I told Christina uh, Hutchinson about this uh, story that night. She's like, I want to fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to fuck him. Okay, he's <laughs> definitely a coxman. He's doing good. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got to end on that. All right. Make sure you follow uh, the show. Follow me at Chris from BKLYN on both Instagram and Twitter. Mike is the M Harrington on both. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. And uh, you know, if you're listening to this live, fucking come out to the shows in Norwalk, Connecticut at BJ Ryan's this weekend. Uh, fucking, uh, you know, me, Dave, Robbie, fucking crushing it. It's a killer show. Kind of like the shows that were at Old Man Hustle this weekend. Yeah, I, we we did a little plug for Old Man Hustle already on this. I know that's your job. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you know, if you're in the New York City area, you don't want to make it all the way up to Norwalk. It's coming yeah. out to Old Man Hustle this weekend. That's good. I'll be there uh, Friday at midnight hosting a show with uh, all the people I like to get drunk with. Colm Tyrell, right? Mm-hmm. Andre uh, Kent. Andre Kent. My Caitlin buddy, Reese. My buddy Drew Gowdy's coming back to comedy. It's going to be a bunch of people drinking with Chris. Yeah. Should be, be fun. Drunk. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. All right. Uh, good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar.
Say good. 